Love this podcast? Be sure to subscribe and leave a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at it's like this pod, the number one, or on Twitter at it's underscore like underscore this underscore the number one underscore. You can send your questions for the hosts to answer to it's like this pod, the number one at gmail.com. And remember, there are no stupid questions, just stupid people. Hello and welcome to. (laughs) (laughs) Cut, cut, We know that the season has recently changed. It it went from winter to spring, but I guess it also is now officially divorce season. Oh, uh, especially in the Real Housewives uh, universe, three of them have recently filed for divorce: Drew from Atlanta, Joanna from Miami, and Eva. Um, damn, also from Atlanta. So yeah. RIP to those marriages, I guess. Important to note that they were not married to each other. Oh, no, no, no. No, they were not. Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of nonstop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! Hello, 
And welcome to It's Like This, your one-stop shop for everything pop. Culture that is, I'm Eliane. And I am the only thing standing between you and flunking the ninth grade. Ah, (laughs) (laughs) we're willing to risk it all. Yes. We're going to risk it all for you, Greg. So welcome everyone back to another episode. Yeah. In another little week. How was your week, Greg? It's, uh, you know, it's, it's been all right. It's been, it's been a week, pretty low key. Um, Nothing, nothing too terribly exciting uh, to, to talk about. I got a haircut. That's, I mean, you do have a haircut. You look cute. Oh my gosh. Thank you. We need to take a screenshot because we're like both awake. Right. Wide awake. And the sun is out. The sun is out still. So that's, that's something that doesn't usually happen when we record. That's true. So this is only like the second time that this has happened. Yeah. Usually it was summertime when I was still by the pool in a bikini and I was like oh hold on guys I've got to record a podcast be right back (laughs) oh lord Lord. so what's been going on in in your world this week um you know it's that very unique level of tired like there is no tired like a teacher the last week before spring break there, there is no other level of tired that like maybe surgeons, you know, working a, a 24 hour shift, maybe that. Yeah. How does, tired. <laughs> how does pre spring break tired match up to like pre Christmas break tired or pre like summer break tired? Are they different levels? They are different levels. Uh, so I would say pre Christmas break is level one. Like you're tired and you think you're super tired, but you have not seen anything yet. Okay. Then comes the stretch from Christmas break to here in New York city. We have a midwinter recess. So we have like a random Mm. week in February off, right? That's great. That's a nice little break. And then you enter the, the dreaded stretch of end of February to the end of March. March is the longest month of the school year. There is not one day off. There's no holiday, nothing. And so it is like five straight brutal fucking weeks. And you're mid to end mid-year. The state exams are coming up in just like a few weeks. That is like level three tired, okay? Then right before summer break, that's like level two. You're tired. But you're not as tired as pre-spring break. This is the fucking worst part of the school year. Anybody who's a teacher out there knows exactly what the hell I'm talking about. So do you, you do you have big plans for spring break? I, I, I believe do. you're taking a trip. I am taking a trip. I'm so excited. I'm going to California to see my man. Yeah. Um, so the last day of school before break is the 5th. I'm out on the 6th. <laughs> And I won't nice. be back until like the week after. So it's going to be a nice long break. And I, and I only wait. know that because Myron posted a picture of uh, some Cafe Bustello that he had purchased. And he said, preparing for a visitor. And I was like, oh, I know who's coming. Mm-hmm. He had to stock up on the Bustello because I will drink about two cups of that shit a day, minimum. 
mga beast. <laughs> Oof. Um, so yeah, let's just get into the stories of the week. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of beasts, and this is like a not super fun story, but Bam Margera of Jackass fame um, had a had an incident, let's say, and he was arrested for public intoxication. And it's because he was bugging out on his baby's mom. He showed up for, um, I don't know if it was a visitation. They were doing the switch with the child. They're, they're involved in a, in a battle. And he showed up intoxicated and belligerent. And now she's considering filing a restraining order against him. And, you know, this is not the first time it's happened. Um, no. You know, this has been a series of incidences between, you know, a drunken former star of the MTV show Jackass and um, his the, the mother of his son. Um, I mean, none of those guys like did well after that show like i feel like there's one that got sober um oh my god yeah steve-o steve-o got steve-o got sober and he cleans his shit up yeah but he's definitely been going through it with his friends because they they're still a mess (laughs) they're a mess it's, what what years did Jackass come out in? Is it like the two thousands, late nineties? I don't remember. It was, it was like it was the early two thousands. It was, you know, it was very much, you know, that era of MTV where it was like Tom Green, TRL, Jackass, that whole that, that whole vibe. Um, the real world was in Las Vegas. Um, ah. You know, it was it was, it was around that time. <laughs> what a time to be alive! What a time to have survived through. Boy, we made true, it through. True. Wonder what Tom Green's up to. Right, I have not heard a peep of him in years. Yeah, he was. Last I heard, he was a uh, he was a guest judge on Canada's Drag Race, but that's you know that's been a few years ago. Hmm. Hmm. We'll have to hmm. investigate. We'll get back to you all on that. Yes. Um, um, so yeah. In some other uh, not great news, uh, we we have an update on a story that we broke uh, last week. Involving uh, Jonathan Majors being arrested for um, assault and battery, I believe, is is one of the charges. Uh, since then, his lawyer has come out and said that there are there is video evidence and some text messages that would exonerate the the actor. Um, the lawyer has shared text messages with TMZ has shared a sample of the text messages um these are not text messages that are gonna exonerate him it yeah is, it i is don't know much an admission of guilt this this was 
bugged out to me because the fact that his lawyer released these text messages as if it was going to be helpful in the public of court opinion, it just made matters all the way worse for him because it reads like a fucking textbook exchange between an abused person and the abuser. That is literally, you know, I was a bit stunned, honestly. <laughs> she starts off saying, please let me know you're okay when you get this. Let me know you're okay. She's asking about him and his well-being. They said they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight. They saw the injuries on me. I'm so angry they did, like, arrest him. And I'm sorry you're in this position. We'll make sure nothing happens about this. I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. I only just got out of the hospital. Just call me when you're out. I love you. I Like, nothing, <laughs> nothing about that reads good. Nothing. No. <sighs> I'm so disappointed. Very. I'm angry about it. I also am disappointed in a lot of people's reactions to it and just being so freaking flippant about it and making jokes about it as if any of this is funny. Yeah. Clearly, he's not disputing that that text message is real. Because his fucking lawyer released it. Right. And that text message right there shows that she had injuries. She's not disputing that. They had a fight. It was, quote, unquote, her fault for trying to grab his phone. And then after that, this was the most, honestly, the most, like, upsetting part she said, um, I reiterated this was not an attack. Um, I read the paper they gave about strangulation, et cetera. Um, and then she says, the origin of the call was to do with me collapsing and passing out. Sir. So he, and I'm I'm strictly basing this on what, what has been said in the text messages. One, she had injuries severe enough to go to the hospital and be kept at the hospital because she just right. said, I am just getting out of the hospital. Right. Two, basic, and again, basing this solely on what is said in those text messages, he choked her to the point that she passed out. Like right. she was unconscious. Right. And, you know, it, it it's out there. It's on social media. So you can all look up and read the text in full because I didn't even read it all. Um, it's not looking good. And okay, sure. Innocent until proven guilty. The fact that your own lawyer is releasing this and not disputing that this is a real exchange and communication between the two parties, that does not look good. Yeah. And... I'm disgusted. Who? Who? Boy. It is. 
it is disappointing that you know somebody who you know had a very bright future is this kind of person it's you know it's disappointing for me as someone who was a fan of him same yeah i'm very disappointed i i'm just i'm stunned oh well, we need to like we need to move on i need to change the juju up in here so i i am i am pleased to announce uh, that for the time being um we are going to to bring you the final bone broth lady trial update um <laughs> uh, yes you know for for those that are are playing along at home uh gwyneth paltrow was sued by a a doctor who said that uh she ran into him at opera ski he was suing her for a few million. She countersued him saying, uh, no, you fucking ran into my back and countersued him for a whole dollar. Um, the the jury has deliberated and rendered <laughs> a verdict in in favor of Gwyneth Paltrow for the symbolic one dollar um, settlement that she was seeking. Uh, yes. But the most wild thing about this, um, besides the weird, even... wacky, like court testimony, yes. <laughs> yes, the as she is leaving the courtroom, Gwyneth Paltrow whispers to the man that sued her, "I wish you well," which to me is vaguely threatening. It is, but it's also vaguely attractive <laughs> i was like hold up bone broth lady still got a little some some dim, deep down in there i wish you well i can just only imagine boys <laughs> saying that shit i you know what you know i love a good level of petty and that is a nice fun level of petty and yes yeah, slightly terrifyingly uh threatening <laughs> like that's that's the perfect way for this weird trial to end though greg come on yeah. no absolutely it's it's like if this was if this was a mafia film that doctor would be dead next week oh yeah that was the like the horse's head in your bed yes. moment <laughs> yeah Gwyneth, I didn't know you had it in you, girl. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, For somebody another, who's surviving off bone broth and, I, you know, listen, one vegetable a day, like, she's probably got some pent-up aggression. She, she, you know what? That bitch is hangry AF. Yeah. So the next time somebody tries to ski into her, you better think fucking twice, okay? She will come for you. And wish you I well. wish you well. <laughs> Listen, can I tell you though, this was a week of petty. So there was a couple of favorite petty moments. That was one of them. Another one of my favorite petty moments this week was PK, <laughs> also known as Shakira's ex-husband. <laughs> he was just trying to mind his fucking business. 
live his life and go see a game. He was at a match, okay? And sitting in the stands as a spectator trying to watch the game and the crowd around him started serenading him with Shakira's latest song, which happens to be a diss track about him. <laughs> I am fucking dead. I am fucking dead. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if this, you know, if, if, if people know about this, but Shakira is, she is worldwide. Okay. She is a yes. international superstar and she is fucking loved rabidly, rabidly. And also and, important hmm. to note that like Shakira was an international superstar before she broke into the American market. Absolutely. She was fucking huge, you know, 15, 20 years prior to that. Shakira's been around mm -hmm. for a minute. You mm -hmm. want to talk about a celebrity that's got an army of stands? She is one. Listen. Who... Don't fuck with Shakira. Do not yeah. fuck with Shakira. Her, her, her fans will come for you. And they, you know, it was loud. Like they were loudly, like the whole crowd. And he just sat there. <laughs> I mean, what, what do you do at that point? Jeff's kiss. Amazing. I just, I was like, this is, this is, you cannot write this shit. This is great. It's like the best telenovela I've ever seen. And the fact that to like get that many people in one location to all get in on like that kind of level of petty, like you have fucked up beyond mm -hmm. all belief. Mm -hmm. He needs to find a new planet to live on. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> yes. You fucked up, Pique. Pique. Te jodiste. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Listen. And 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 just to like just end the petty tour of the week. Um, did you see what Disney <laughs> did in Florida? <laughs> oh no, what? You didn't see no, okay. I didn't see this. So you know how Disney and DeSantis have been in a legal battle over control of, of that land. So Disney World kind of operates like its own jurisdiction almost. Yeah. It, you know, and and it's controlled by the by Disney. And DeSantis, because you know, we, we can go back to the don't say gay bill, etc. You know, we're not gonna get too political here. However, they're in a court battle, they apparently reached some agreement, right? About the control being handed over after a certain amount of time. Some sneaky, mischievous, brilliant fucking Disney lawyer snuck in a clause that says that the agreement will be breached or will like, ex like expire or be null and void 21 years after the death of the last ancestor of king charles wow <laughs> so like lilybet and archie their kids and then their kids like whenever the last one of them died 21 years after then florida can have control back of disney world <laughs> that is absolutely brilliant. snaps 
I fucking love it. Love it. Mwah. Mwah. The the petty is just like abound this week and I love it. And the I like the fact that, you know, a lawyer for the state government didn't catch that. Exactly. And the lawyers just said, well, we didn't do anything in secret. Like that shit is right there in yeah, writing. Like, like it's right there. <laughs> like, because with so, any legal paperwork, there's always some back right. and forth. Like, okay, this has right. to come out and we want this reworded. Yeah. So because yeah. DeSantis had created a board that wanted to strip Disney of governing control over the land. And so, yeah, that's that's when they'll have control. 21 years after the death of the last fucking ancestor of King Charles. That's fucking brilliant. Badass. Some badass shit. That is some Disney shit. Let's bring royalty into this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, you know what? If I ever I get married it. again, um, I love it. I'm going to have a prenup and I'm going to make sure that that verbiage is in there, that you can have half of everything 21 years after the death <laughs> of the last descendant. <laughs> Of King Charles. Fucking amazing. I love Way it. Way to go, Disney. I love it. So more, more, more Scandival updates are abound. Um, My so, goodness Tom, gracious. First and foremost, uh, the the girl that that Tom cheated with, and, and I forget their names. What who is she? Raquel. Raquel. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the, the girl they got cheated on, her name is Ariana. Okay. So Ariana is out of town. Apparently she is. Mm -hmm. And Raquel was seen leaving Tom and Ariana's house recently. Yes. Uh, while Ariana is, is out of town. Um, Oof. so that's some salt in that wound. What a raggedy little bitch. Like, Raquel didn't get enough fucking scathing reviews last week when they taped the reunion, which as viewers, like, we're not going to see this shit for weeks and weeks and weeks. We're like mid season right. right now. This shit is crazy. Um, and apparently it was a bloodbath, the reunion. We talked about that last week a bit. But so Ariana and Tom are both still living in the house. They own it together and they haven't reached an agreement about, you know, who's moving out. If somebody's moving out, are they going to sell it, etc. Well, and so apparently he this motherfucker, the house. yes, for his crappy ass restaurant that I'll have, you know, listeners, I have an insider in the neighborhood. Okay. And Schwartz and Sandy's, this is. Tom Sandoval and his best friend, Tom Schwartz's new restaurant bar. And that's part of the storyline. They've been working on this fucking bar for like a thousand years, it seems like. Um, Tom Sandoval and Ariana refinanced their home in order to put money into the bar. Um, it took a long time for it to open. It apparently opened but you know what? I know somebody who lives in the neighborhood and they say that it's pretty much just a front for shooting, for filming. Oh, wow. Because they're like, on any given random ass day that you're walking through the neighborhood, you see nothing going on there at all. 
So I don't know what the really, really, really real is. Now, it's not to say that all the restaurants that are involved on Vanderpump Rules, because it's known like Sir Villa uh, Villa Blanca. um, uh, I'm sorry. What's the other one? Uh, Pump. All of those are real restaurants. And even Tom Tom is a real restaurant. They're, They're partners in that one. But apparently Schwartz and Sandy's is a flop and a half and kind of a front. What's interesting about uh, Schwartz and Sandy's is that Tom recently released a statement uh, via Instagram telling uh, his followers and fans and the folks at home that if they have any ill will, they should express that toward him and not uh, his his business ventures, because apparently um, the Yelp reviews for his businesses have had to be turned off because the, um, you know, Team Ariana has been blowing up the the reviews on Yelp yeah. and Google for. Yeah, I mean, it's like. This. Shakira fans and then Ariana fans right below. We are just caused wreaking fucking havoc all over the globe this past few weeks. Um, he crapped all over his life, and yeah. I just think it's so fucked up of a person. Like you just got caught in this scandal, and everybody hates you, and you're gonna make it worse by waiting until your girl, ex girl, who you can't even get it together to like figure out where you're each going to live until she has to go away for something. And then you bring the side bitch, you bring the fucking mistress in the fucking nerve. And you know what? You know where Ariana is? She is filming a lifetime movie right now. Good for her. That's where Ariana is. So fuck you motherfucker. It looks like she's trying to make some money to buy herself a new house. Cause you ain't shit. Sandoval. But also, like, doesn't Raquel have have her own place? Like, why why do they have to go to his place? Listen, to to be fucking camera whores and to get seen by the paparazzi who they know are going to be camping out near everybody's house that's involved. And, oh, apparently, now Bravo is like, they don't even want to take a a filming break. They want to start filming the next season, like, right away. I don't blame them because it's just so much happening. So, oh Lord, have mercy. Oof. Yeah. Listeners, <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is the news. I'm just here to report it. I'm just here to report it. Yes. And take some perverse joy in it. Hello there, I I want to take a moment to talk to you about Dear Dean Magazine from Dear Dean Publishing, my favorite subscription-only monthly digital magazine. It's got subscriber-generated content about politics, pop culture, travel, family, pets, and poetry and wellness articles and features, contributor articles from nationally recognized journalists, writers, and artists, and provides opportunities for novice writers and authors and other contributors to share their voice, talents, and words. Did I mention that it's completely free? 
Dear Dean Magazine provides free advert space for small creators, authors, and podcasters, fulfilling its vision that some art should always be free. It's owned and operated by Myron J. Clifton and is designed and distributed by Katya J. Lerner at Buzzword Consulting. Visit deardean.com slash subscribe to get signed up Um, so Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, let's, let's talk about them for a minute. Because, um, they have come out and said that they will be donating all of their fortune to charity and they will leave their kids with nothing because they don't want their children to be lazy and entitled and so on and so forth and while i while i understand the idea um those children are currently growing up in multi-million dollar mansions with round-the-clock security um it's it's gonna happen right and then what you're doing is you're getting somebody accustomed to a certain lifestyle and then kind of just dropping them on it. I don't know. It's all right. So I I definitely don't think that we should strive to raise spoiled children. I it's also definitely. think it's really special and important when you can provide generational wealth for your children. And I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. I think that you can pass on wealth to your children, but also raise them in a way that they know the value of work and that not everything is going to just come to you. I think both things can exist at the same time. So I think, you know, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher are kind of a a bunch of dicks for this, if I'm being honest. And I mean, can can we really be surprised? I mean, they only bathe their children when they look visibly dirty. So... That's so it's not funny. like these are fucking parents of the year. I said what I said. Nasty but like, asses. If you really wanted to, you know, teach your kids the value of money, um, wouldn't you live in like a four bedroom suburban like McMansion? Right. And right. like, you know, not have a collection of sports cars right why don't you give all that money away now while y'all are still alive why not do that charity (laughs) i will i will gladly take some of that money off your hands Mm -hmm. my kids could use my students could use some new books so what's up yeah like donate you know it just i they're annoying. They, ha- they annoy the they shit. They have the right idea. It's it, it, the execution is is shit. As per usual when it comes to them and every single one of their projects. Mm, fair, fair. Mm. That 90 show sucks. That's what we Yes, it at. does. <laughs> well, on a nice note, um, this past week, the Glad 
awards happened and you know some of our faves were there so I just wanted to kind of say thank you for supporting being an ally to the community all of the, the you know the people that were honored I'm gonna go through a little bit of a list um so Bad Bunny received the Vanguard Award which I loved um, Christina Aguilera won the Perfect. Advocate for Change Award um Jeremy Pope received an award so I just thought all around it was a lovely um event it was a nice night I love that. yeah the glad awards are always are always good fun uh I went like 10 years ago um Ooh. yeah I I have actually I am a glad award recipient I was a part of a drug yes. that got that got a a a glad award um it is also where uh if you if you follow me personally on twitter um it is where something happened that i allude to quite regularly on twitter um Ooh. so yeah there's that ayo ayo oh my goodness i mean i so fun they did a tribute to leslie jordan Oh, I love no. that. I miss him. Oh, it was really cute. Um, yeah, it was just I felt like a nice place to end the week on something positive. And also not to, you know, sidetrack too much, but <laughs> that fucker got indicted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cheers, bitches. All right. Cheers, cheers. And cheers, cheers. Clink. Clink. Um, yeah. And, and so now on to my favorite part of the show is BuzzFeed quiz time. BuzzFeed quiz time. (laughs) This week, we took the quiz since... Um, the Hunger Games are now on Netflix, which, by the way, go catch that. Which character are you truly? I want you to go first. I have some feelings about this. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my, um, as I usually do with uh, BuzzFeed quizzes, um, I took it twice just to just to be sure um so i got uh haymitch abernathy who is the character played by woody harrelson uh, in the films and it says like haymitch you are clever and direct you tend to tell it how tell it how it is uh regardless of who you're talking to at your best you are deeply protective of those you care about at your worst you can be rude and demanding i i feel seen (laughs) I, you know what? I, I agree. I love Haymitch. Haymitch is one of my favorite characters in Hunger Games. So I really like that. I, however, feel attacked, attacked. I tell you, oh my gosh. So, you know, a character I got President Snow. Shut up. It says like snow. You are authoritative and intelligent. Okay, I can't really argue with that. 
You like when things go according to plan and are a firm believer in rules. I, I can't argue with that. At your best, you can motivate those around you to take action. Okay. At your worst, you could be controlling. Fuck you, BuzzFeed. Fuck you. <laughs> but also, I don't think it's entirely off. I don't think I've ever known you to be controlling. Not controlling, but I, like I my, definitely am that those part, other things. The, the rest of it is, yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck you, BuzzFeed. I'm not controlling, but also I'm a teacher. So I'm, I am I guarantee you there are at least 25 human beings at this moment right now that will say, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, they're not old enough to listen to the show. Absolutely not. <laughs> So yeah, that was a good quiz. I liked that quiz. That was a good quiz. That wasn't yeah, a bad even, one. I, I struggled. I struggled finding this week. Like it's been it's yeah. been slow in the, it's been in the slow. speed quiz land. It has. So, mm. Mm. so now on to recommendations. Yes, indeed. Um, I'll go first. Okay. I have a a couple of recommendations so um i love my trashy reality tv and so i'm gonna stick to you know my true form and this week i have two uh, two shows that i've started watching that i really like so one is the new season of love is blind boy it's only the first it's the first um i think it was like the first seven episodes you know how they drop like the first batch yeah then they wait you wait a while anyway Wow. <laughs> there's already people I hate. There's people I love. There's people I love to hate. So it's perfect. Um, <clears throat> also, you know, I love the 90s. And, you know, I love reality shows. So can you fucking believe that there is a show that married these two things? I'm obsessed. It you is called SWV and Escape, the Queens of R&B. Oh, wow. And I love it. Oh, I listen. I thought <laughs> so. The premise of the show is both um, groups still tour. You know, they they make a lot of money touring. They're still super fucking relevant. Their music is amazing. And so recently they had done a show together. And the oh, no, no, no. They did a versus. They did a versus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And so the fan reaction was really great. And so they thought, why don't we go on a tour together? And so the whole reality show is based about them trying to get it together, the tour. I thought it was going to be fun, lighthearted. I'd get to listen to, you know, nostalgic music. But it turned out to be really fucking dramatic. Dude, it, just in one group, in the same group, two members who are sisters, and I'm talking about Tasha and um, <clears throat> Tamika from from Escape are feuding like on a level that I haven't seen since um, Joe and Teresa fucking Gorga. Okay. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Yo, Tamika accused Tasha and her husband of stealing like thirty fucking thousand dollars from her. Holy shit. Yeah, and they're on social media right now, still like publicly beefing about it is messy so anyway um yeah so if you love 90s music and messy mess um watch the queens of r&b on bravo bravo or i know Peacock. what i'm doing tonight mm -hmm. 
Ooh. Petty is the theme of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What about you? Uh, so, in, in lieu of a recommendation or an anti-recommendation, um, I would like to give a congratulatory shout out to uh, one of the other shows on this network, uh, Voice Memos. We are recording this on Friday. Their 50th episode went out live uh, today. And uh, tomorrow, the 1st of April, is their one-year anniversary. So congratulations to them for for both of those Really cool, really amazing feats, um, you know, in a land where everybody and their dog has a podcast. There are not many shows that that make it to that point. So so well done, uh, Jen and Myron. It's a fantastic show. And congratulations to you. all Yes. Happy anniversary. And I was listening to the to the 50th episode and it is fucking hilarious. I don't know if you've if you've heard it yet today, um, but it was really funny. I was cracking the fuck up. I was listening to it uh, in the shower before we um, <laughs> recorded the show. Yes, I um, feel like we need to steal one of their ideas because I love it when they list all the things they hate. <laughs> but you know what? I feel like that we do that on on a regular basis. <laughs> this is this is true. <laughs> Like the the majority of this show is just you and I talking about um, everything that we hate at all times, um, and and speaking of um, things that uh, we hate. It is now time for a listener question. If you have a question for the hosts, email us at it's like this pod, the number one at gmail.com. Our listener letter this week uh, addresses that a little bit. Um, It comes to us from Sherelle in Louisiana, and she would like to know, respectively, um, why you hate the Kardashians so much and why I hate Camille Cabello so much. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny is I actually don't even think I hate the Kardashians that much. I just think they do stupid shit. And because they have a platform that's really, really, really public, everybody is always privy to their stupid shit. And you know what it is? Sometimes they're just really out of touch. They're just just tone deaf a lot. And and it bugs me. Like, they do stupid shit. But, however, there are things about them that I find admirable. Okay? They've built a business that is a fucking juggernaut. Their mother is extremely brilliant. And say what you will about her. She's good at her fucking job. She's good at getting her kids to make money. And... Like I said before, I love generational wealth. So they're supplying their children, the next generation with all of that. I'm not that mad at them. I just think they do stupid shit. Sometimes. That's, I mean, yeah. 
That's, That's it. Fair. I'm sorry. I don't I don't hate them that much. I <laughs> and I feel like I've addressed this before. Um yeah. but since since Sherelle asked, I will I will address it again. I don't hate Camilla Cabello. Um I just don't think she's talented or worth a shit. Um, so (laughs) take from take from that what you will i just you know there are you know how there are some (laughs) people that you just you look at and you go why are you why are you why are you yeah camille cabello holly shore monica lewinsky gwyneth paltrow um you know the list (laughs) list goes on and on on and on um (laughs) You know, it's it, yeah. and it's it's not just her. Um, so you know, there's there's that. If you know, maybe okay. You know what? You know what it is, Sherelle. I will I will not pussyfoot around your question any longer. Tell you it. know what it is. You know what it honestly is. It's that fucking Cinderella film that she made for Amazon that oh wasted ninety seven minutes and thirty four seconds of my life. That's what it is. So That's what mad. I hate about her. Yeah. So, so yeah. You and you know what? I'm going to boil it down to this. Every time I have fucking defended a Kardashian, they turn around the next second and do something fucking stupid. And then I look stupid. I don't like that shit. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> but thank you for the question. And please yeah, send thank us you. more. Yes. Thanks. Yes, we do. We do so love these questions. I do. And I I really love that that one kind of fell in with what we were talking about. Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. What a fun uh, episode. What a fun week. And you know, it's been, you know, you know, kind was a of good, a fun week. good, nice, fun week with a little bit of what the fuck sprinkled in there. Cause right. there just always is. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate you all being here. Please follow us on the socials. Send your listener questions. I was almost going to say viewers, but you know, Greg and I are the only ones viewing our own pretty little faces here. Right, right. One day we'll get mm-hmm. there, but not quite yet. Not yet, but soon, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, at some point. Um, yeah. So please join us again next week so that we can laugh at all the stupid shit people do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. And until next time, I've been living until 21 years after the death of the last descendant of King Charles. And until next time, I will be speaking with a lawyer about how to convince Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis that I am a charity. Wow. We'll (laughs) see you next time. Bye. Bye. This has been a Rod Wharton production. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.